This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. The wilderness can be an unforgiving environment. While you may just be miles from civilization, if something unexpected happens, you need to deal with the matter utilizing your wits and tools, supplies, and preparations you made for the trip. Some are ill-equipped for such difficulties, while others will rise above the situation and display extraordinary courage and determination. A brief news article from the New York Tribune back on Tuesday, September 26, 1905, touched upon the dangers the wilderness presents. It read, Mountain Climb Kills Pioneer. Charles Fenton, Adirondack Hotel Man, Dies Alone on Whiteface. Reporting from Saranac Lake, New York, on September 25, 1905. Charles Fenton. 80 years old died on Whiteface Mountain last Friday afternoon while trying to ascend to the summit. Fenton was a pioneer hotelman of the Adirondacks. With his young wife, who was about 30 years old, Fenton started up the mountain, but after ascending two miles from its base, he stumbled and fell exhausted. He and his wife were alone at the time. When Mrs. Fenton got assistance, she found her husband dead. Mr. Fenton was president of the Fenton Game Preserve Association, controlling a park of 45,000 acres. Listening to the article, one wonders about the circumstances of the husband and wife and their hike to the top of Whiteface Mountain in 1905. Were they inexperienced? Adequately prepared for the summiting of a strenuous mountain trail? Delving further into the story, one finds that Charles Fenton was a skilled woodsman, the Lewis County Historical Society reveals Charles and his father, Oren, were longtime proprietors of the Fenton House, an estimable establishment catering to downstate, out-of-state, and international sportsmen. Charles and his father before him were praised as few better or more accomplished, as Adirondack gatekeepers, hunters, guides, and hoteliers extraordinaire. Fenton House was located on Beaver Lake's shores in the tiny hamlet called Number 4, surrounded by the vast Adirondack playground preferred by sportsmen who loved hiking, hunting, and fishing. Charles Fenton was a vastly experienced, knowledgeable, and accomplished wilderness and mountain man. One would assume at his advanced age, he simply was not up for such a strenuous hike. But a month and a half later, we come across an intriguing and extraordinary account of Mrs. Fenton's ordeal when her husband collapsed on the trail. Found in the Lexington Advertiser from Lexington, Mississippi on November 2, 1905, an article provides a dramatic and tragic account of the events that occurred during the hike. Out of the Adirondacks have come many thrilling tales but none can match the feminine bravery and devotion to a stricken husband nor surpass the story of Mrs. Charles Fenton's climb up Whiteface Mountain 
one of the highest peaks in the Adirondacks in the dark of night. The ascent of Whiteface is a difficult climb, even for a strong man accompanied by a guide in the daylight, and never before have we heard of a woman making the climb after dark. But it was all in vain, for when Mrs. Fenton reached her husband, she found him dead. Charles Fenton, her husband, was a retired hotel keeper who lived in town number four. He was 76 years old and one of the best known men in the Adirondacks. And I'm going to interrupt this article with some commentary in that you heard earlier in this podcast that Mr. Fenton was 80 years old and here you're hearing that he's 76. This article may have been slightly more accurate because it was from later on, though that's purely speculation. And it's difficult to get the information accurately for a story this long ago. But this is what was described in both of these pieces. So I'll get back to what this article states. Six years before, he had married Miss Wegg, an accomplished woman who was 30 years old. Mr. and Mrs. Fenton have been staying at the Whiteface Inn in Lake Placid, and they decided to make the climb up Whiteface. They were unable to find a guide to accompany them, but were still determined to make the climb. They started up the trail at 8 in the morning and were doing well in their hike until when nearing the summit, the exertion proved too much for the elderly husband, and he collapsed and fell unconscious. The young wife screamed for help, but being in the wilderness and with no one else nearby on the trail, there was no one to hear her. After all efforts to revive her husband failed, she started down the trail as fast as she could. She knew that a launch from the Whiteface Inn was to meet them at 6 p.m. In the gathering dusk, the woman fell frequently in her haste. Bruised and bleeding, she arrived at the launch landing. After asking the launch operator to summon a physician and other assistants, she started back up the trail to get back to her stricken husband. In vain, she was told it was sheer madness to attempt the ascent of Whiteface alone and in the dark. Bears were frequently seen in the vicinity, and guides reported hearing catamounts in the area. Unarmed, without light, and apparently without thought for her own safety, she pressed on. She lost the trail several times and crawled on her hands and knees as she continued in her struggle to reach her husband. The briar bushes tore her clothing and cut her hands and legs. At last, she reached the place where her husband lay. There was no indication that her husband had moved since she had left him hours ago and she could not detect a heartbeat. When Dr. Warren and a group of volunteers arrived at the scene from Lake Placid, a hasty examination revealed that the man was deceased, heart disease being the probable cause. It was some time before the unfortunate wife could be made to accept the truth. The heartbroken woman was in a pitiful condition. Her clothing was torn, her gloves were torn to shreds, she also lost her hat. Her fingers and knees were bleeding. She had fallen into a brook, was wet to the skin, and almost paralyzed with cold by her lonely vigil on the mountain beside the body of her husband. Dr. Warren took his overcoat and placed it on the back of the woman. The group returned down the mountain, supporting the woman as they slowly made their way down the trail. Two men from the group that had gone up with the doctor stayed with the body during the night. 
a large group of men proceeded back up the trail the next day and brought the body to Lake Placid. Anyone who has been over the Whiteface Mountain Trail must realize the fear and almost superhuman feat of this heartbroken woman as one of the most amazing trials of courage. It is nearly three miles from the foot of the slide to the lake, and the woman had already made the journey on the ascent of the mountain, which was a day's journey in itself. It will forever remain a mystery how this delicate city woman was able to crawl over rocks seven and eight feet high, holding onto branches of trees in order to do so, falling into a brook, which she had to cross twice, all in darkness as she made her way down. Typical circumstances of a spouse's sudden death are devastating. But when faced with her husband's sudden death miles from civilization, Mrs. Fenton reacted with a solid determination to seek help. Overcoming an unknown environment, she braved the mountain and the wilderness to summon assistance, then immediately delved back into the wilderness to be by her husband's side. At great peril to her own safety, she re-entered the forest during darkening hours and with the risk of encountering dangerous animals. Would you be as insistent and capable when faced with similar circumstances in the wild? Thank you for tuning in to another exciting installment of In the Wild. To hear more captivating stories of real-life survival, hit the subscribe button wherever you're listening and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Stay prepared, because you never know when you may find yourself in the wild.